The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. It's the best lip balm in America. Wait, what? Lip balm can be that much better? Oh, yeah. Hi there. It's Doc Thompson for Balm Shot. Just go to BalmShot.com. Balm is in lip balm shot like shotgun shell. You got to read the entire story for yourself at BalmShot.com. But trust me, you will love it. And right now, if you order six of them, you'll get a free Balm Shot uh, lip balm plus a logoed baseball hat and free shipping at BalmShot.com. But make sure to use the promo code DOC, BalmShot.com. Alex Bracken joining us now, author of the Darkest Mind series. Hey, Alex, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Doing well. You've got the Darkest Legacy out now? Yes. It's a new book in the series, and the original trilogy started in 2012 and ended in 2014, and now now I get to explore a different story with a different character, and it's been so exciting. Chris has been giddy to talk to you because he is such a huge fan. Yes, I am, and I can't wait for it. So we're <laughs> going to backtrack a little because you have the Darkest Minds movie coming out August 3rd, right? Yeah, it comes out this Friday. I think some theaters even have Thursday night shows. They do. Mine does. So I'll okay. be going on Thursday. So I think I've <laughs> I seen... I that you knew that. Because <laughs> I wasn't familiar with your series, and Chris told me about it, and he goes, you know the movie, you've seen the trailer mm-hmm. for it, and this is the trailer where you see all the kids that have special powers, right? Yep, nailed it. Okay. <laughs> nailed it! <laughs> uh, Alex, you will fit so well with this program. You may have just gotten a job. <laughs> that is so perfect. Um, it looked awesome. I saw the trailer. It looks amazing. Yeah, it's such a cool trailer. And I think what that trailer does is show the action side of the movie. But the movie also has such like a big uplifting emotional heart to it and i every time i see the movie obviously i do not have an unbiased opinion about this film <laughs> right right i just enjoy it so much and i think i would be the most critical person watching it because this is you know my book baby suddenly yeah. being on screen but every time i see it i love it a little bit more because it has so many <clears throat> amazing mes- like messages about self-acceptance and the power of friendship and all that and I think, like, we live in such a cynical world. I hope that this story in the film really resonates with viewers. It just is so much fun. It's such a fun movie. No, that says a lot about the movie. If you, as the author, say they've taken what <laughs> I've written and putting it, put it on, uh, on film and you like it is amazing because people don't understand when you write or when you do radio, for example, it's theater of the mind. If you may describe something or somebody in great detail – But if you just say somebody is attractive, in our minds, we write what attractive is to us. So if you describe somebody, even if you say they have dark hair and they're short and whatever, you've got how many people and different looks that fall within that. So to put it on film and say it meets with your standard, that's pretty that's pretty amazing. Yeah, the casting with these book-to-film adaptations always gets a little bit hairy because when you're reading, you have your own, you imagine the character sometimes as an actor or you have a very specific image in your head of what the actor or actress will look like who's, or, you know, what that character looks like, I should say. And then it's always this, like, initial, like, oh, my God, that person is not what I imagined. And then, but I think the actors who, the young actors in this movie Amanda Stenberg, Harris Dickinson, Skylin Brooks, and Mia Chek, they really have won over the book fans. Like, it, they all had that initial, like, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I that voice. But, you know, like, it's that, that panic 
and you feel very protective of the thing that you love and you want to see it on screen exactly how you imagined it in your head. But the young actors in this movie are amazing. They're a ton, they're all up-and-coming actors. Amanda's, I think, you know, been around for a while. She's been in The Hunger Games and Everything, Everything, yeah. and is going to be in The Hate You Give this October, which looks phenomenal. And, yeah, they won those. They won. I think they're going to win the hearts of everybody. I adore them so much. They're fantastic. Well, it puts you in a different uh, audience, too, where more people get uh, exposed to your works. It was, was The Darkest Mind your first novel? It was actually my second, but I kind of consider it my, like, my relaunch because, like is the case with many authors, like, your first book sometimes just comes out and then disappears. <laughs> really... <laughs> The fact that you were successful with the second one or any book is amazing because there's so many books written that are not successful. I feel very, I feel very blessed. This was the book that absolutely changed my life. I wrote this, the original trilogy while I had a day job in publishing. I wrote at the weirdest hours on the weekends exclusively. I couldn't write. I was so tired after work that I would come home and kind of crash. And so I could only write on the weekends. I would, you know, come home around six or seven go pick up, this is really shameful, but I had a terrible Mountain Dew addiction because I would only write between the hours of like midnight and 4 a.m. on the weekends. For some reason, that was what my brain wanted to do. I wrote an entire trilogy of books on those crazy hours, maybe a little bit cracked out on Mountain Dew. Like it was, <laughs> so when you read these books, I think you guys are going to get that sense of, wow, this girl was... <laughs> Burning the midnight oil. No, no, I I love that story about writing too because we we talk about entrepreneurs. I mean, you are. I mean, you're a writer too, but I mean, it's entrepreneurial. You know, a a venture here, and everybody's got to find. We all try to find our own way and what works for us. A lot of people in our audience have tried to write, would like to write. Uh, So finding the thing that works for you is is part of it. That's really cool. I I understand a lot of people in the audience do. You want to try other things, but you get home from work and you're too tired. Yeah, it's so true, and I think so many people want to write books and have a passion for reading and want to try their hand at it, and you just have to try. That's the like terrifying thing about writing anything is you just have to kind of put yourself out there and see if you can do it and find joy in the process of writing. And initially, when you're first starting off, it's very rare for an author to get this amazingly big deal or like a movie deal right out of the gate. And it really requires years of building an audience, building trust with your readership, working those crazy hours while you also have a day job, too. And so there is a little bit of hustle involved, and I feel very grateful that the Darkest Mind series had enough success that eventually, by the time the last book came out, I was able to write full-time and also then produce more work because I had more hours during the day. When, when you write, do you know where the book is going? Do you have an outline in your head? Do you, or do you write the last chapter first? Or, I mean, or do you just start writing and, and then kind of think, where am I going to take it from here? So writers always joke that there, you fall into two categories, which is either you're a plotter or you're a pantser. And a pantser is when you kind of write by the seat of your pants and you're like, Oh, that's a great idea. I have no idea where this chapter is going to go, but I'm just going to write and see where it takes me. And I used to be, I think, a little bit more of a pantser, and now I am like a full-on plotter. I need to know absolutely everything that happens in the book before I can write, you know, the first word. I have to, I always start with the character's emotional arc because I like the characters to undergo a really, really big change. That's true of Ruby in the original trilogy and true of Zoo in The Darkest Legacy. They undergo 
a lot of terrifying, scary situations, and it changes them and makes them stronger for it. So that's usually, I know, I have to know the exact end scene of the book, too, but other than that, I really do work hard to try to build the scaffolding of the book out and then leave myself a little bit of room to have a better idea along the way. All right, Alex, so let's uh, dive in. So for the people that know, can you give us a basic knowledge of the Darkest Mind series? And then, what are you doing? What? I'm she not. Spoiler. She's not going to spoil it. She knows. She's been doing this for a while. Okay. And okay. then yeah. dive into the new installment <laughs> because I'm curious to see uh, where the Darkest Legacy starts because it's completely different than the Darkest Mind series, right? Yeah. So my quick pitch of the Darkest Minds books is always like it's like a little bit X Meny meets Stand by Me. It really is not quite like not quite like X-Men in the fact that it's much more, um, like, much more, what's the word I'm looking for? Dark? The, the scope of it is smaller than X-Men. You know, they're not flying off in a jet. They don't have <laughs> the costumes that they wear together. They're really just teens and kids who are trying to work together to survive in a very hostile world. And the book series goes to some really dark places and kind of examines what effect fear has on us, what what we're willing to compromise if we're afraid and, you know, feel out of control in terms of our lives. But the series is, the original trilogy is, okay, let's see, what's my elevator pitch for this? It, it takes place in a version of America where like 98% of the kids have died due to what they think is some sort of virus. And the kids who survive develop these really frightening powers of the mind and in order to try to contain these kids' threat and find a, you know, quote-unquote cure for it, they put them in what they call rehabilitation camps. And the original trilogy, which starts with The Darkest Minds, is centered on Ruby and her story after she's able to break out of one of those camps. And she meets up with another group of escaped kids, and they are on the run from bounty hunters from the government trying to pick them back up, and they're in search of a safe place called East River. Awesome. Alex, uh, it's been great talking with you. We'd uh, love to talk to you in the future. You're, you're fun. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> All right. Good luck with the, uh, the book and the film, okay? Thank you so much. All right. We'll post uh, links to it so people can find out. It's uh, the Darkest Mind series, and the Darkest Legacy is the new story told from the point of zoo. It uh, comes out August 8th, right? No, today. This book is already oh, out Oh, today. the book's out today. today. The, movie's the movie's out. August 3rd. August 3rd. Yes. Okay, very good. Yes. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson. Thanks for listening to The Morning Blaze. When you have some time, there's another show that I think you should check out. It's the Glenn Beck Program. I think you're really going to like it. Look for it now wherever you download your favorite podcasts. In 2011, Aaron Hale, a former Navy chief, was severely injured when disposing of an improvised explosive device. He lost his eyesight and most of his hearing, so he returned to his love of cooking as therapy, and with the help of his love, Michaela, they created Extraordinary Delights, or EOD Fudge for short. These things are amazing. You'll love them. Go to EODFudge.com. That's EODFudge.com and try the caramel apples, the brownies, the strawberry, white, and decadent triple fudge confections. EODFudge.com. Promo code BLAZE to get 10% off. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.